Welcome to Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. Welcome to the show. Happy <laughs> Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday, everyone. I I just had a flashback to when I um when we had like our first episode, and <laughs> I was the one who started off the episode. Oh yeah. I don't even remember then, those days, really. And then we immediately switched to you starting it off. <laughs> and I'm just like, honestly, I'm kind of glad that you're, you're the one who starts us off. <laughs> it's so funny. I think about it every time and it just like, it just comes out of my mouth now. I don't even have to think about it. Exactly. Yeah. We got it. We got it covered. Except yeah. I don't have my part covered yet. <laughs> never still, have, never but, will. I don't yeah, think, you know. It's just part of it at this point. Exactly. It's just one of those things. Um, guys, as we are currently speaking... Um, I'm waiting on my sister-in-law to have a baby so that I can have another niece. Oh, but as you goodness. guys are listening, she's already going to be here. So ah. Ah, that's crazy. I'm excited. Yeah, Yay, babies. Amazing. I don't love babies, but I do love babies that are in my family. <laughs> no, I love all my friends' babies, too. There's just so many babies around me. <laughs> but babies are hard. Let me tell you what. I went shopping for the baby. Babies are also expensive. Yes, they are. <laughs> Big expensive, especially when you want to buy them all the cute things. Yes. Know? Oh my gosh, there's so many cute like little kid things out there. Right. I kind of yeah. low key wish some of the little kid stuff was for adults too. Right. I know. <laughs> I'm like that's cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Also, because I did in fact just before this go shopping at Target for her, the little baby, but I also found myself a five dollar ghost Halloween pillow, and it's so cute. Ooh. Cute, Isn't it cute? cute, cute. I sent you a picture. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh my gosh, I do love it because it's like, it's, it's almost like a cross between like a stuffed animal and a pillow because it's like it's yeah. shaped like a ghost. It is in so. fact shaped like a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. I'll post it on our Instagram so you can see it because it's a little cutie. Okay, you name him? Not yet. I have to get to know him first. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but I'm thinking it might be Richard. I don't know why. Okay. Maybe Ricky. Right. I don't know. Yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go with it. <laughs> it's coming to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, what's going on with you, Savannah? Oh, um, I honestly, I feel like I have a lot going on this month in general. Um, I think currently, okay, I'm trying to think, when does this episode come out? Wednesday. The day this episode comes out, I'll be in Utah. Whoa. Wow. Which is kind of crazy. I'm going to, I'm going across the country to Utah um, for a little business trip. Um, Love that. Yeah. So. It's going to be so never, beautiful. Yeah, I know. I've, I've never been there before. So. Me neither. Just go see the sights. Yeah, you got to get a soda. Um, I know. I've heard that like. In Utah, you know, a lot of people there don't drink coffee, so mm -hmm. there isn't that many, like, I guess there's probably coffee shops, but, like, they're more, um, they're more into, like, the soda shops mm -hmm. instead, like, instead of a coffee, so they'll, they'll, like, mix their sodas with, like, cream and stuff, you know? Yeah, I wish we had that here, which we are going to soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, we need more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I see yeah, them on so. TikTok and I want them all the time. I know, I know. They look, they do look good. So hopefully I can try to like find a place that has that. Yeah. And hopefully I'm not just like thinking that this is there in my mind and it's not actually there. But you know, we'll see. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's so true. 
Yeah, this is all going off of like TikTok. So we'll yeah, listen. They... Honestly, TikTok has not really led me astray too many times, though. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's why I gotta believe it. I yeah. They I haven't really led me astray that many times either. So <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I can only remember one single time it led me astray, and it told me to get the gnocchi from Trader Joe's, the cauliflower. Honestly, not good. Unpopular oh, opinion. I tried I that like too. I tried that too, and it was like. Okay, I, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if I would get it again. Yeah. That's the only time I can remember TikTok leading me astray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. But anyways, um, if you would, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Mm-hmm. But I don't really have any more intro topics. What about you, Savannah? Yeah, we can start off because I think this one's going to, this one might go long. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So, this week I want to talk about the Flanders Hotel. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Never heard of that. Yeah, so the Flanders Hotel is in Ocean City, New Jersey. It is a hotel that is on the boardwalk. Um, so, do you know anything about, like, New Jersey boardwalks? Only from what I've seen on Jersey Shore. <laughs> okay, okay, so you kind of <laughs> like, have an idea time. then. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, cause, you know, I grew up going to the beach where there's, like, boardwalks and stuff. And when you come to North Carolina beaches, it is not like that at all. Like, we don't have, we don't really have boardwalks down here. Well, Carolina Beach has a boardwalk. Yeah, but it's not necessarily, no, it's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> because, you know, the Jersey boardwalks, they're, like, on the beach. Yeah, fully. <laughs> That's true. Very true. Fully on the beach and just, like, raised up. Mm-hmm. Like, High yeah. in the sky. Yes. And then the Carolina Beach one is, like, uh, on street level. Yeah. So, it, it is a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. So, if you don't know what a boardwalk is, it's just what I explained. It's, like, raised. Um, it's, like, a raised board that you, like, walk down. There's shops and stuff. And this um, boardwalk had the Flanders Hotel on it. Um and I believe a few other hotels as well, but, you know. 
Um, so the Flanders Hotel was built in 1923. So a long, long time ago. It's actually their 100-year anniversary this year. Ooh, no way. So, yeah. Um, I know, I went to their website, and they, they had something about their anniversary, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I, I think they're celebrating uh, in November. No way, that's so fun. Yeah, yeah so... So yeah, I don't know if you're around there. Look it up, and we and you can uh, go celebrate with them. Um, but yeah, so this hotel it was built to be an upscale seaside hotel um, and resort for the upper class. So that was like the original intent was like rich people who want to come to the beach have a place to stay, like right on the beach, you know. Yeah. Um. And it was named after Flanders Fields, which is um, a cemetery. What? <laughs> in, yeah, so it's a cemetery in Belgium uh, for American soldiers that died in World War One. Oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense. Yes. So it's it's like to honor to honor those soldiers. Yeah, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was built in the Spanish mission revival style, which, you oh, know, I'm not that's very... My, that's my favorite. Is it actually? Like Spanish. Like, well, I think. I think if it's like <laughs> what I'm thinking of. Like, I'm thinking of Spanish villa. Okay. Um, I'm not that big on, like, architecture, but mm. that's just what it said. So... <laughs> Wait, what <laughs> so were, we're the words again? A Spanish mission revival. Oh, okay. I feel like that might not be the same thing as I'm thinking of. Okay, yeah, it's, like, fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, upper yeah. class. Like, if you just picture that, then okay, you'll probably actually, get Okay, actually, it's exactly what I was thinking it is. Oh, okay. And so that is my favorite cool. style of home. Okay, well, Like, you, you know, like, the light brick walls with, like, the either brown or orangish brick ceiling type. Yeah. Villa, those houses. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess that was the style that they were going with. Um, and it was designed by architect um, Vivian Smith. So that's a little bit of history behind it. And so it, I said it was built in 1923. And unfortunately, there was a big, um, there was sort of an, a, a disaster a few years after it was built um, on the boardwalk. Oh, no. Yeah. So unfortunately, there was a fire. Um, the fire of 1927 and it burned down like a big chunk of the boardwalk oh really what that's crazy. yeah uh the hotel survived though so nice that's good it was actually built on cement and steel uh girders to protect against fire specifically so like they were they were set they were fine nice but it did wipe out 8 to 12 blocks of Ocean City's waterfront boardwalk. Whoa, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, like, I couldn't tell every source I went to. Um, like, there were a few that said 8 blocks. And then there was a few that said 12 blocks. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm guessing somewhere in between there. Because there's not like. 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, 8 to 12, um, which, you know, either number is a big amount. Yeah. Um, so, this included three hotels, businesses, two movie theaters, and the mayor's home. Oh, my all, God. They all burned down. That's so bad. Mm-hmm. 
Um, in this fire, it could have been caused by some people starting a fire under the boardwalk to keep warm. Yeah, or maybe it could have been a smoker who, like, just tossed their burning cigar or whatever into the trash. Wow. That's so crazy. Is that much damage for, like, something... Either one of those is, like, something so slight. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I also, like, think about, um, you know, what when it said uh, it could be a smoker who just, like, threw away their cigar or something. Yeah. Smoking was so much more prevalent, Definitely. like, even, even like, 20 years ago than yeah. it is now. Yeah. So, like, the amount of fires that were probably started from, like, cigarettes or no, there's cigars. Literally. I mean, think about how, like, we have such less fire now yeah, overall. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, we've told so many stories about fires, mm-hmm. too. And, like, we just don't see that today because we're a little bit smarter now, at least. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, smoking, like, cigarettes at least has definitely gone down a lot. Mm-hmm. So that definitely plays a part into it. And I think that's crazy to think about because I never really, like, consider that as an aspect. No, for real. <laughs> you same. know? Yeah, definitely. But that could have been the start of this huge fire. Never know. Um, they didn't They didn't really, like, lead it back to anything specific. So that's just what they think. Um So, yeah, after this fire, um, oh, I do want to mention nobody, um, there were no casualties. Oh, that's so good to hear. So, so that's good. Um, although somebody was unfortunately killed in a car accident, um, he was on his way to the area because he had heard a fire broke out and he was rushing to his home to make sure it like didn't burn down. No. You know, um, and then, yeah, unfortunately died in a car crash on the way. Wow. So not from the fire itself, but, you know, kind of, I guess. Yeah. Um, indirectly. Um, so yeah. Uh, and then, so after this fire happened, you know, the boardwalk's pretty much wiped out. There's, you know, just, they're trying to recover. Um, the boardwalk was actually rebuilt a block closer to the ocean. So they, why would they they do that? (laughs) What? Why would they do that? Uh, you know, I don't really, I didn't see a reason. They just did it. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) I guess maybe, you know, to, so people didn't have to walk as far to the beach. I guess. I don't know. (laughs) I guess so. I'm not sure, but they they did build a block closer to the ocean, and so this hotel, um, the um, the Flanders Hotel, it obviously was fine with the fire, so they didn't have to rebuild or anything. So now they are like a block away from the boardwalk. Oh, that you know? sucks. Yeah, so they um, had to sort of remedy this and they they at first made like a path to their hotel from the boardwalk Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah so uh you could still get to it from the boardwalk itself um and then eventually like a, a few years later they ended up building three swimming pools in the space in between wow that's so funny yeah, so they have, like, these huge 
well, I think they had like one main swimming pool and then like a kiddie pool and then another one. Um, I don't remember what the third one was, but it was, you know, there's just like a big pool and then two smaller ones. Mm -hmm. That's so funny. <laughs> so they had like giant, they have these swimming pools, um, like right against the boardwalk and then the hotel like right behind it. So then now they're like technically... We on are. the boardwalk again. Yeah, you know? we are yeah. next to the boardwalk. Mm -hmm. So uh, these swimming pools, they actually brought like a lot of business because they um, were, you know, a, a sight to see. Like, you know, they're like, yeah, it, you know, it's summertime. People are walking on the boardwalk. They're like, oh, I want to go swim in there. Yeah. And I can actually imagine they were very popping. Yeah. And the pools, they were open to the public. Oh, what? Even yeah, better. so I don't know if, um, I'm not sure if you had to pay to swim in them, but you didn't have to stay in the hotel, you know? Amazing, yeah, so, definitely. So, yeah, um, it was open to the public, so um, this just, like, brought in more, more people for the hotel because they, you know, they swim in these pools, and then they're like, ooh, what if I stay in the hotel, too? Yeah. So... They were popping with these with these pools. Amazing. Um, and they would also like have swimming lessons and things. Like hundreds of people learned how to swim in those pools. What? That's so, so wild. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Um, but unfortunately, the pools are not there anymore. No. Yeah. Um, they closed in 1978 because of increased maintenance costs. And they sort of stayed empty for a few years. And then currently there is an amusement park there. Oh. Um, it's called Playland. And it was built in the 90s. Um, so there's just like little amusement park rides there now. And I actually remember this area because I've been there before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and wow. I, I didn't realize there was a, a hotel right by there. <laughs> that is crazy. So... So, yeah, unfortunately, the pools are not there, but they have. But, like, that makes you know how big the pools are if there is now an amusement park where they were. I know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> I mean, at least a block long because, you know, they had to move the, the boardwalk up a whole block. So Yeah, I didn't even think about it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So, the net, oh, my gosh, the next point I have I'm going to have to, I don't know how to get into this slowly, so I'm just going to say it. <laughs> okay. There are catacombs. Oh, no way. In this hotel. No way. Yes. So the hotel has an underground basement. Mm -hmm. um, and these, I, I mean, they call them catacombs, but it's also, I mean, it's basically, it's a basement, but it has like, you know, tunnels. Yeah, for sure. So, it's not like the catacombs, you know, where, like, it's a burial ground. Yeah. It's not that. Okay, well, but, but, I mean, that word always just makes me think of, you know, the catacombs. For sure. Yeah, the ones in Paris. <laughs> yes. Um, but, yeah, not like that. So, the guests actually had to use these catacombs to get back into the hotel from the pool. What? Um, yeah, because they, you know, this hotel was fancy, so they didn't want people to go across the lobby in their swimsuits. So, they're like, you guys gotta go 
underground and go back up that way. You can't yeah. you can't come in here. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it it does. Um and the catacombs, they were also allegedly used by the mafia during prohibition. Oh. Yes. I love learning about the mafia. I know. I know that came up and I was like, I did not expect that to be in this story. <laughs> it always is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so prohibition um in America was from nineteen twenty to nineteen thirty three. And this is where um, alcohol was illegal in America. So, you know, the mafia and other organized crime groups, they would sell alcohol illegally, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the hotel, they actually catered to organized crime families <laughs> That's good. during this time. <laughs> because, you know, if you're at a hotel, you're going to want to drink, right? I don't know. Like... <laughs> I mean, yeah, honestly, there are usually bars in hotels. Exactly, exactly. Um, so they, they, um, the crime families, they would spend a lot of time at this hotel. They didn't really specify which families, but, you know, I, yeah, I guess you can speculate or whatever. Yeah, allegedly. Um, yeah, alleged. Uh, so they would use the bar for social gatherings and another room um, in the basement for gaming and then a third room as a meeting room to conduct business. So they would like, they almost like owned this hotel. They're <laughs> like, we're just setting up shop and like, I mean, yeah, doing that's our really, that's really what the mafia is known for, you know? Mm hmm. Exactly. Um, they come and, and they I, over. And honestly, like, I imagine the mafia, like, in fancy hotels like this, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and this one's waterfront? Like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean... No doubt in my mind they were there. Mm-hmm. Running business. Yes. Um, and there... So there are actually two rumors of two people that died in the catacombs at the hands of the mafia. Of course. Probably so many. Yeah, like, it could be more, but, you know, there's rumors of two. Yeah. <laughs> so, this psychic, Joseph Tittle, he he um, claims that at least two people may have been killed in the catacombs, and he says that one was hanged and one was disposed of in a quiet manner, mm. um, which is, like, by knife or strangulation. <laughs> okay. That's so, horrible. great. <laughs> So, the spirits of these people, um, and possibly members of the mafia themselves, um, like, are haunting these catacombs. Mm, okay. Um, because, you know, ghosts like to go back to places that they loved when they were alive. So, if they spent so much time here, they probably would go back, you know? Yeah, makes sense to me. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know... Thinking about all of this and the history and everything, I just, like, I feel like it would be so fun to be able to just, like, time travel for a day and, like, be a rich person and go to this hotel. You know what I mean? Why did I think you were going to say go back in time and be in the mafia? I mean... Because, like, honestly, that sounds a little bit fun to me. (laughs) That sounds like a little bit much, but, (laughs) I mean, maybe... Sounds stressful. It's like that's true. 
Yeah. But I don't know. It just seems like they were, they like had a good time back then. But also they didn't have air conditioning, so. True, but it wasn't as hot. Yeah. See, there's a lot of things to take into account. Yeah, it's true. And that's why I say like I would go back for like a day, you know? Yeah, and only a day. Yes. If even a day, like hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just to experience and see see how it was. Um, so yes, those those ghosts are in the the catacombs. Um, so we're starting from the bottom and then going up. Um, so the next ghost I'm going to talk about is the most popular ghost in this hotel that like pretty much everyone sees Ooh. is um, Emily. Shout out, Emily. Yeah, shout out. Uh, so she is a lady in white, which, Ooh. you know, we've covered oh, yes. some of those before. Um, she's a woman in her early 20s, and she has long, red, curly hair. What? Um, she wanders the hallways of the hotel with no shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> so, mood. Um, True. She's also, like, really cheerful, people say. Uh, and she appears, like, happy and just, like, you know, just going about her day. Um, she will appear and disappear into walls. Mm, love <laughs> so, that. So, that's cool. Um, and she likes playing with door locks. So, she'll, like, open and close. Ooh, stuff. creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, some other things people have reported. Um, swinging doors, light bulbs unscrewing. Um, the sound of a girl swing, uh, singing in the hallways. Uh, and seeing the train of a white gown disappearing around the corners of, like, oh, corridors. Absolutely not. Yeah. So, all of these things, like, people say that it's Emily doing all this. So. Wow. She just likes messing around, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Emily's history. Um, people don't know for sure who she was you know Mm -hmm. uh but go there's like some ghost tours in the area because you know of course if there's going to be a haunted place there's going to be a ghost tour oh of course so the ghost tours of ocean city they say that emily was the girlfriend of a world war one soldier Mm -hmm. who never returned oh that's sad yeah and maybe I mean, maybe he's buried in Flanders Fields. Maybe. Oh, my gosh. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So sad. Um, but, you know, she always seems so happy. So maybe she doesn't even know. True. True. Which is also sad. Um, yeah. She, um, so maybe she's wandering the hotel waiting for her fiancé to return. Um, and... Another theory is that she lost her wedding ring and she's wandering the hotel to try to find it. Oh. <laughs> so, you know. Well, I hope she could finds be, it. Could be, could um, be. There's also, there is a framed portrait of Emily in the hotel. No way. Yeah. So this was painted after people had seen her ghost a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And uh, this artist, Tony... Troy, he um, painted it based on descriptions given to him by guests who had seen her. Oh, that's really cool. I know, like, 
like yeah I, <laughs> like i feel like a lot of the time uh when there's a ghost in a house or like in a location um half the time the place like doesn't even acknowledge it and they're like we're not haunted right you know yeah. or like the other time like they like sort of embrace it a little bit but like paint getting a portrait of her done that's, like, that's really crazy and then hang it up that's wild mm-hmm. i love that i love it i love it um so yeah oh and they even named the hotel restaurant after her oh that's so sweet yeah, so they, they fully embraced um, Emily. So. That's, I just love that so much. I love when places embrace a ghost. Yeah. Because, like, that's probably why she stays so long now, yeah. you know? Yeah, and, and that she's, like, happy, too. Yeah, aw. So. That's so cute. Yeah. Um, I have one more ghost to talk about. So this hotel, it's, like, you know, it's, like, semi-haunted. It has a few ghosts. Um, one that's, like, very active, and then the other ones are, like, somewhat, you know? Mm-hmm. So this one is Sarah. Um, she unfortunately died in the basement in the catacombs um, from hypothermia. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, she was carried through the tunnels um, from the beach, and she died in there. Um, her ghost is seen in the hotel and, um, a woman, like a, another ghost of a woman with brown hair is seen as well, like, um, either with her or looking for her. Um, and it's thought to be her mother. Oh my God. So they're either together or like, she's wandering around like, where's my daughter? Where's my daughter? Wow. That's so. crazy. Can you imagine going to a hotel and, like, that happening? You seeing that? I know. Like, I don't know. I and you mean, would probably think it's, like, a real person. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. Like, are ghosts in real life, like, faded like they are in movies? or No. Like... I mean, I think they can be. But, like, I think mostly they look like regular people. Yeah. I feel like people think that they're, you know, that, like, weird fadedness yeah. just because of movies. For sure. Imagine somebody's listening to this podcast, like, and they, like, stayed at that hotel, and they're like, wait, somebody came up to me looking for their daughter. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and they're wearing, like, outdated clothes. Ew. <gasps> Ew. Chills. Hmm. That's scary. Yeah. It's not even that scary, but, like, ugh. just knowing that it's it, not like, a ghost is, like, weird, you know? Yes. It's not, like, scary, I guess, but it's just, like, like It's, like, weird. uncomfy, I guess. Because I'm, yes. like, I'm just talking to a ghost, and a ghost is I talking know. to me. Um, yeah. So the last little thing I want to mention is just like how the hotel is currently. So as I already said, the um, front of the hotel has an amusement park now because it was like, you know, the pools were too much to maintain. So that area um, doesn't even, I don't even think it really belongs to the hotel anymore. It's just like part of the boardwalk. Um, and the hotel itself was bought, it was bought out in 1996 by James M. Dwyer, and he converted some of the rooms to condos, and some of the, and, like, the rest of it is, um, still a hotel, and he has been, like, restoring the hotel to its original grandeur, so. Wow, that's 
I mean, that's cool. So, yeah. And so the condos, um, so you can live in this hotel all year long wow. if you want to. <laughs> that's cool. Should we get a condo there? I mean, that's <laughs> maybe. <laughs> that's crazy. That's awesome. I really want to see pictures of it. I'm excited to see pictures of it. Check out our Instagram for pictures of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's a f- I mean, that's a fancy hotel from the 20s. So. <laughs> I love that. I love it a lot. Wait, did you ever go in there at all? Uh, no. Mm. Just curious. I honestly, like, I had never even really heard of this hotel. Like, I knew there were hotels on the boardwalk, but I never really, like, paid attention to them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So. That's funny. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. It really is. Well, you want to know what else is funny, Savannah? Uh, what? How similar our stories are this week. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. So... I decided to do The Legend of the Stanley Hotel. Oh my gosh, the mm-hmm. Stanley Hotel. Yes, the I've one, the only one. Stanley Hotel. Um, yeah, so you're going to be like, wow, these are so similar. Like when I'm telling you this story, you're going to be shook. Um, so yeah, if the name, you know, sounds familiar to you, it's probably because the Stanley Hotel is like the basis of the horror movie the shining you know that yeah is. and i'm mm-hmm. you know i must ask for our listeners savannah have you seen the shining <laughs> no <laughs> well <clears throat> i see i knew that was going to be her answer but it's really good it's a really long movie but it's really good and the sequel is even better <laughs> it's okay so um yeah i'll so. take your word for it whatever you know i forced my mom to watch it and she actually loved it so much oh really now we just quote it all the time it's like one of our movies yeah Hmm. adorable i mean it's not an adorable movie it's very scary (laughs) i mean not it's older you know the vibe of like old scary movies you know yeah it's more like i guess psychological than it is horror but still a good movie would definitely (laughs) recommend it so yeah that movie was based off of what is the actual Stanley Hotel. So we'll get into the history, and there's not that much. So we'll just, we're just going to jump right on in. Okay. Yeah, all I know about the Stanley Hotel is, like, what I've heard from, um, I've seen it from, like, YouTube, YouTubers going to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so People do absolutely go to it to, like, investigate and stuff. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. Love that. And we should also... I, I really mean, want to. That could be cool. Mm-hmm. Isn't it far, though? It's in Colorado. Okay. Yeah, so it's in Essie's Park, Colorado, which I've been close to there, so we can definitely make it there again, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, so before we even get to the hotel, 
we gotta we gotta throw it on back even some more. So Freeman Oscar Stanley, this guy, he was an American inventor, entrepreneur, and architect. Um, he he actually invented like a lot of things that we still use today. So he had like the Stanley practical drawing set that like everybody in school used at the time. He created photographic plates and that helped like cameras take pictures easier. And oh, yeah, I was huh. like, okay, <laughs> no big like deal. Random invention. Right. And then, but mostly he is known for the Stanley steamer. And I do not mean the carpet cleaner, I mean the train. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay okay yeah no oh my gosh the song i know that commercial just <laughs> I know. immediately got in my head I, me too me too so bad but no so not the cleaner unfortunately it's the stanley steamer the train and it was actually the fastest train of the time and it traveled at 127 miles per hour so that's cool hmm. so this guy was like real real rich and real good off well off you know so mm-hmm that's cool for Ooh, him. did he invent the uh the Stanley cup as you know, well? You know, the, the forty what, ounce. What cups a trend that... setter. You know, I don't actually know. <laughs> and I should have looked that up because I that crossed my mind, but then I got way too into the story and forgot. Right. Okay, okay. <laughs> but we need to look that up. Because if he did that, like wow, what an innovator I, he I is. I mean, I really I doubt it. Those are like recent, right? No. So that's the thing I was gonna say is that Stanley cups actually do go back a long time. Oh, because like my great grandpa had them, and my grandpa had them before they were even famous today. So oh. I don't know. We'll have to look that one up. But hmm. okay, yeah. So, anyways, tragically, um, Freeman Stanley in 1903, after like pretty much like peak of his life. You know, he was finally rich, finally could do what he wanted to do. But he was actually, unfortunately, given less than six months to live in 1903 due to tuberculosis. Oh, no. Yeah. So That's his, horrible. You, yeah. It, I mean, I feel like it got everybody back in the day, honestly. So, you know what his doctor recommended he do? I'm sure you do. Um, get some dry, fresh air. Yes. <laughs> sunlight yes. and a healthy diet. And unfortunately, his doctor was like, even if like he was like, I definitely recommend you do that because it'll make your days better. But unfortunately, you're not going to survive the summer no matter what. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, that's really yeah. harsh. I mean, I, it's harsh, but like, I feel like I'd rather just know the truth. Oh, for sure. For sure. But like, wow. You know, I would maybe I don't know. But that's tough. But, you know, Freeman, he was like, I'm gonna do what I can do. So he was rich. So he. Um, was told by some people that up in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado, it's like the crispiest air you could find. So he was like, okay, I'll go there then, you know, to breathe <laughs> the crispy air. Mm -hmm. And he was actually living in Massachusetts at the time. So he had to drive all the way from Massachusetts to Colorado, which is a really long trip, especially considering he was probably coughing up God knows what with tuberculosis, you know. Yeah. Like, no. Oh, oh my gosh. And in the 1900s, 1903. 1903. Did they have cars? Like, no, but I'm thinking that he might have taken his train. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. I didn't even think of but that. But still long, you know, that's still a long trip. Yes. But okay, okay. I'm thinking of like the, you know, science and things. Um, Tuberculosis is with like, you know, terrible like breathing problems and yeah. coughing and stuff. Yeah. 
going up in the mountains is that gonna help because is the air not thinner <laughs> so the air the air is thinner but like it's better for you to breathe that air okay than regular air if you don't know, like you, you would have to get used to it okay you know yeah but like he had six months that's plenty yeah. of time right right okay so yeah um and the only reason that he actually decided to do this was that his doctor promised to come in September to bring his body back to be buried. What? Yeah, it's really dark. That's so, like, <laughs> yeah. grim. Yeah. Oh, my god. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, this doctor is low-key a savage. I mean, like, it's nice. But, yeah, like, that's just how much they were so confident that he was not going to survive this disease. However... <laughs> Within just a couple months of him living in Essie's Park, Colorado, he was hiking five miles a day and nowhere close to death at all. That's amazing. Yeah. And of course, he accredited this all to the location. And so he decided that every single summer of his life, he would return to Essie's Park and live there for a couple months to keep his health in check. And fun fact, he actually lived until he was 91. (laughs) What? That's. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's crazy, and even though, like, fresh air might sound crazy, maybe that's all we need, you know? <laughs> maybe. See, maybe I need to get out there and get some fresh air. <laughs> that's cause... what I'm saying. Like, let's take a trip and see how the air is out there. It must be real good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, anyways, after his health got better, 1907, Freeman was like, all right, let's get back, on, let's get back into it. Let's build some more things. So, <laughs> he built the famous Stanley Hotel. Because he was like, you know, I need somewhere permanent to stay when I come here and might as well build a hotel for other people to come visit and breathe in this air. So he also decided with the hotel to build a hydroelectric plant up in the mountains that would be all the source for his power for the hotel. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that guy gave him the like ability to power a lot of things in this hotel and it made him have the ability to have phones in every single room. Which was very unheard of at the time. So, yeah, because yeah. when were phones like invented? <laughs> That's the question that I do not have the answer to. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. Also, the hotel was absolutely huge. It has four hundred and twenty rooms. So literally ginormous. Oh um, wow! Four twenty in Colorado. Right. It's only it, that was way before that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like destiny. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, at first there was the main hotel, and then there was another building which was the concert hall, and those were completed in 1909. Um. So another thing that Freeman Stanley liked was listening to music, like while he was healing, and so he also believed that that helped heal him. So that's why he added the concert hall there, which is cool. And funny enough, his wife, Flora, she was actually an avid piano player. So she was like super excited about this concert hall for herself, too. And actually, some people say that she never stopped playing the piano in the concert hall because allegedly you can hear the piano playing in the music when nobody else is in there. So, oh, creepy. Mm-hmm. Does Ooh. she have certain songs she'll play? You know, I don't know, but I'm sure she does, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, so yeah that the rest of the hotel like today actually has even more buildings obviously it's still the main hotel in the concert hall but it also has a carriage house a manager's cottage a gatehouse and a lodge which the lodge is actually a smaller bed and breakfast so you can either stay in the big hotel or the small 
little baby. So, um, and moving forward a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot. So that was in 1909, but moving to the 1970s, um, around 70 years after it opened, the Stanley Hotel was kind of going through this downward spiral where people were just like less interested in visiting there. And at this point in time, people wanted places that had real heat and AC and the Stanley did not at the time. So it was actually kind of looking like they were going to have to knock the place down um, up until 1974 when the famous Stephen King himself and his wife checked into this hotel. Savannah, do you know who Stephen King is? Yes, of course I do. Okay, <laughs> you know, I have to ask these questions. Um, but if you don't know who Stephen King is, first of all, you're Patrick Starr living under a rock. Second of all, he writes some of the most popular horror books of all time. And honestly, I would even argue that he influenced the entire horror movie genre. Because, like, all of his books are horror movies. It. Yeah, definitely. Pet Cemetery, because, The Shining, I mean, Carrie. Like, all of yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> like, those are the dog. ones that, like, you know of. And even I do. And I haven't even watched or read any of them. But it's like, <laughs> exactly. I still know the basis of these stories, you know? Exactly. Even if you are not into it so yeah so him going here was pretty big and it actually changed the destiny of the hotel forever so Stephen King and his wife Tabitha were living in Boulder Colorado during this time and he was actually writing his book Dark Shine but he was going through writer's block so he was looking for somewhere really isolating to go to try to like re-inspire him for the book and somebody suggested to him the Stanley Hotel. So he was like, sure, book the trip. And him and his wife went. And when they did, they actually found out that they were the only guests staying in the entire hotel that night. Because first of all, nobody was going there anymore. And second of all, it was actually closing the next day for the season. Because they would close in the winters. And yeah. Okay, that's really creepy to be the only ones in a hotel. Like, what? Right. Can you, and especially that one, which is like ginormous. Like, ew, it's just the workers. And so, if you've seen The Shining, that happens in The Shining, too. So, yeah. Um, yes, yes, yes. Okay, ew, this is also creepy. They were served dinner in an empty room with chairs on every single table except for the one that they were sitting at. And I'm like, y'all couldn't have at least made it look normal for them. <laughs> like, that's kind of savage. Um, right. Like, were they already packing up? Yes. For. <laughs> yes. They're already, like, getting ready. Like, to they were already out. packed. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. I just, I have to guess that they were probably like, nobody's coming. And then yeah. Stephen King was like, yeah, book it. <laughs> Which is so funny. Wow. Yeah. Huh. But anyways, they were staying in room 217. And. Stephen King, he wanted to walk around the hotel and go to the bar, which he did. Um, he claims to have experienced, seen, and heard many things there that he cannot explain, but he doesn't really elaborate on what he saw too much. Um, the only thing that he does really talk about openly is the thing that scared him the most, and it was him being awakened by this horrific dream that he had, like, in his sleep. He was dreaming of his three-year-old son, who at the time was not with them at the hotel. He was, like, staying with his grandparents or whatever. 
Um, but his dream was that his three-year-old son was running through the halls of the Stanley Hotel, like looking back over his shoulder, screaming for his life because he was being chased by a water hose. And in the dream, the water hose actually strangles his son to death in the hallway of the Stanley. So that's very weird and specific, I feel like. Yeah, see, that's like really weird and specific. And also like, was he just having these creepy dreams all the time? And that's why he wrote these books? Because like, that's horrible. I don't think so. Like, because you have to think like, like he oh went God. there because he had writer's block. Oh, you're right. Like yeah. he couldn't think of a story to write and then oh went there gosh. and that happened. And so huh. it obviously stressed him out so much to the point that he got up and lit a cigarette and he said that by the time the cigarette was finished, he had the entire plot of The Shining written in his head from the dream. So, yeah. If you've seen The Shining, you, yeah. know, you know. I mean, that's that's pretty amazing to yeah. have it all in one yeah. go. Like, like, he wanted inspiration and he got it quick. Yeah. Like, I'm not... See, like, I have always wanted to write a book, but, mm-hmm. like, I can't just, like, think of a whole plot of a book right. that quickly... Like, I've been trying to actually mm-hmm. think of one. And maybe, it's just, like, maybe we it's need to hard. go to the Stanley. <laughs> right. Get inspiration. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go do something crazy to have, um, yeah, have something happen to you to exactly. get the plot. Do it for the plot. <laughs> do it for the plot. That's what we say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. So what's funny is the hotel actually does have, did at the time have water hoses throughout the hotel in case of a fire. But after the success of the Shining movie, they had to remove all of the hoses because people were coming in, taking pictures with them wrapped around their necks. Okay. Okay. But the fire thing, like yeah. that just reminds me of what, like yeah. my story. That's what I'm saying. Like what? It's only going to get more crazy. I promise. Like why were fires so much more prevalent? Because I'm telling you, it's the cigarettes. Even Stephen King had a cigarette. It, yeah. Yeah. Huh. I'm telling you, it all leads back to the six. Um, but, yeah, so Stephen King, he claims that it seemed like God put him there to hear and see things for that book. So oh, okay. God himself, allegedly. Um, so you may be asking yourself, you know, what's going on at this hotel? Seems kind of normal, but then, you know, we got the Stephen King thing, I guess. Um, so this hotel has actually been haunted since the very day it was built. Um, in fact, the Stanley Hotel is known as the Disneyland for ghosts. Which I did not know that. But yeah, I've never heard of that either. It is Disneyland for ghosts. Yeah, and it actually is America's most haunted hotel. And I can't lie to you, this time I believe it. Huh. This time I actually believe it. Um, it's not just like a tactic for them to get more guests. No, I don't think so. I don't think huh. so this time. I mean, maybe, okay. maybe they play into it now for sure. But like, I don't know. Yeah. It is said that ghostly occurrences appear in every single room of the hotel all throughout history. People have seen shadowy figures, heard eerie laughter, lights will flicker on and off. People always claim to hear whistling throughout the hotel. Creepy. You know, all the typical ghost things, but there's some really weird things that happen too. Um, Fun fact. (laughs) It's a well-known fact that all the Stanley Hotel ghosts hate vacuum cleaners. And every single time somebody tries to vacuum, something will happen. Like, either the machine will go haywire, it just won't turn on, or it won't turn off, or, like, won't restart. Or sometimes even the plugs, or even the whole entire vacuum will be thrown across the room. So, I don't know if the ghosts just like having dirty floors, 
or like it's like too new of technology for them. I don't know, but they don't like it. They don't like it one bit. Um, so circling back a little bit to room 217, that's the room that Stephen King and his wife stayed in. And it is actually haunted by a ghost of a former guest who actually committed suicide in that room. And she committed suicide after having an affair with a bellhop there. So, um, yeah, also in 217, there was once a gas leak in the hotel and it led to an explosion in actually the room 217. And that explosion killed a chambermaid named Elizabeth Wilson. And luckily she did, did I say killed, almost killed her, but she did actually survive. And she, which is crazy because I wouldn't do this, but she actually returned back to the job. And she ended up working at the Stanley Hotel until she died at the age of 90. <laughs> so. Okay. 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 Let's take a step back because like, what? <laughs> I know. That's just like a lot. And also like, I would not go back to work. No, that's what I'm I, saying. Like, no. <laughs> and so she, I, I want to make it clear though. She did not die in the hotel. She died in her house, but the, yeah. her house was only like three minutes away from the hotel. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it but said still, that, you know, she like, loved her job that much that she come, came back to haunt it. Oh my gosh. Like, could you go into work that much? No. Even after death? <laughs> no. Could I never would be not me. want to. <laughs> but obviously she loved it. So. And you said the bellhop too, right? Or no? The girl. The girl had um, an The girl affair. who yeah, had okay. an affair with the bellhop. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there are countless reports on people seeing um, Elizabeth, the chambermaid, walking through the doors, like, of the closet, like, walking straight through them, just like in your story. Walking straight through the walls. They do that here, too. Um, And their outfits are, like, obviously older, like, period. So what's funny (laughs) is that also in this room, 217, if there is an unmarried couple who is sharing a bed in the room... There will be an invisible force that wedges them apart as you sleep in the middle of the night. <laughs> but, okay. I mean, times are changing. Like, I know. Why? <laughs> I know, but, you know, she's a ghost. Like, she can't, she can't change her ways now. Yeah. She's like, you guys need to, like, why are you sharing about Yeah, you guys need to get married. <laughs> but what's even funnier is that when this happens, the men, usually it's a man and a woman relationship when this happens yeah. too, obviously. Yeah. Because... I don't even think we could get into any other kind of relationship with Elizabeth, but right. like she can't even handle the not marriage part, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> but anyway, Elizabeth will take the men's, that she will literally pack up the men's bags and place them outside the door. What? So when the men wake up, first of all, they're not next, they're not like cuddled up with their woman. Yeah. They're apart in the bed and then they're like, where's my bag? And it's packed outside the door. She's oh like, get gosh. out of here. That's, that's like next level. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know. But like, what else does she have to do? You know? Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) But it really is funny. She just doesn't like unwed couples. And I just, it's really, it's comedic to me, honestly. (laughs) Um, so getting to probably the biggest point of where our stories really, you know, match up. There are in fact, underground tunnels under the Stanley Hotel. And these tunnels connect all of the different buildings together. So you don't have to go out in the snow, um, you know, to get from building to building as a worker. And it, they also are a nice fancy hotel who wants to keep 
the workers unseen by the guest. So, similar to you. Okay. So, so they're like tunnels too, like the catacombs? Yep. Yeah. Are they called, do they call them that? No, they just, everything I saw called them tunnels. Oh, okay. Okay. So, I mean, so at least. So more normal. <laughs> yeah, a little bit less scary. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but today, actually, most of the tunnel system has been filled in for safety reasons, but a portion of the tunnels is still open and used. Oh, well, I, okay. <laughs> That's fine, I guess. Yeah, like, I don't, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Like, I kind of want them to still be there, but No, me fine. too. Me too. But yeah, part of them. Like, that's not used as filled up. So, it is actually said that a French cook was killed in the tunnel um, when a part of it collapsed on him. So, like, it really was unsafe, which is why they filled it in. So, that's sad. And he is apparently a ghost that haunts the tunnels. And people say that he's just down there wandering the tunnels. So, you know, a little sad. Um, so, we're going to jump to a more recent story. Okay. All the way to 2017. Very recent. Um, This guy, John Malling, and his wife, Jessica, visited the hotel. And they were actually, they were staying at the hotel. But when, um, what I'm about to tell you happens, they were taking a spirit tour. Um, And they actually captured what is believed to be a picture of two ghosts while they were stopped on the landing of the hotel stairs. So they ended up. This couple, they took pictures all along their tour and didn't look through them until they got home from their trip. And so they found this picture and, like, sent it in. And it looks like two girls on the staircase. And they were like, wait, there were no little girls with us on the tour. Okay. Like, like looking back at your pictures and finding <laughs> yeah, something like that, um, I would be so terrified. Yeah. And like, what? <laughs> Like what? And it's also weird because you, you can see like a bunch of the people who were on the tour all look pretty normal. And then these two girls are extremely blurry in mm. the picture. Oh, no. Yeah. And it actually was later confirmed that no young girls were on the tour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's all that. And the mouselings, they did go through all their pictures. And that was the only one that the girls were in. But they did note that some of their pictures came out completely clear and others came out really blurry, like even blurrier than the girls look. Oh, no. And that also couldn't be explained. So, you know, um, yeah. But if you have not seen The Shining, the movie, mm-hmm. um, there are actually the ghosts of two girls who hold hands in little dresses. I'm sure you've seen the picture of them. Yeah, I've I've definitely seen yeah a, yeah a picture definitely yeah. it's like one of the most iconic scenes in the movie, um and so people are torn on whether to believe that these like maybe this couple did get a picture of two girls and that's something that Stephen King saw and just didn't say, like you know like maybe the ghost is based on the movie or maybe the people are influenced by the movie you know yeah hmm. it could be either one so I don't know so I did in fact send you this picture. And I want okay. to get your opinion on it. Um, you'll definitely be able to tell the two girls on the stairs are looking a little bit different from everybody else. So. Yes. Okay. Um, hmm. Yeah. What do you think? I also want to note, like, the girls are not wearing the same outfits from the girls in the movie that yeah. are in the picture. So yeah. that's kind of important. It's not really that you can tell what they're wearing, but it's not dissimilar at all. 
Well, I, okay, so from this picture, it looks like, I mean, you can see that there's two, two people there, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think that it was, like, faked or anything. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. It doesn't look so, fake to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just don't know. But, yeah, so, moving on from that, kind of bouncing around here, um, the fourth floor of the hotel is known to be kind of like where the kid ghost like to be hanging around. So people claim to see kids running and they follow them and then they turn a corner and they're gone. No kids. That's really creepy. Mm -hmm, Hate that. And then sometimes the kid ghosts aren't seen, but they're just, you can hear kids laughing and no kids are around. Hate that. That's maybe Uh worse. (laughs) Honestly, like just imagine you're in this really big, creepy hotel. There's not a lot of people there. Or maybe you're by yourself there. And mm-hmm. you're on the fourth floor. You know it's haunted. And you just hear non-existent kids laughing. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Nope. Nope. So the weird thing is the records of the hotel don't actually show any kids dying on that floor. So it's kind of believed that these ghost kids might be guests like previous guests who just love the hotel so much that they decided to come back in the afterlife. Kind of like you were mentioning with the mafia, you know? So possible. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. If they do like the hotel that much, they would go back. So like, what if they like went there every year? You yeah. Know, with their family. Exactly. Like that was their family vacay spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sweet. And so like, yeah, the kids, they're just playing up there. Could but be. It's unfortunately not just the kids that are up there. Um, Really scary things happen on the fourth floor as well. And some things that happen actually cause people to leave their leave before their trip is even over. Um, Yeah. And also strange enough, most of them refuse to talk about what happened. So there's not a lot of stories of like actually truly what happened to these people on the fourth floor. But there are tons of stories of people being so scared to be there that they have to leave. I see I don't like that no <laughs> the bad no. vibes the no. vibes are that much that they, they yeah. can't stay they, yeah and there are like, like a few what? things that I'll get into that make it even worse because okay. I'm like I really just don't even want to know but so this girl Rachel Thomas she is a tour supervisor that worked there and she claims that in 2021 she was on the fourth floor and that all of a sudden she just became extremely very 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 ill just from she was just walking around and she hasn't been able to go back in there since because every time she goes up there she feels like very 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 sick so that's weird very weird but one that was separate from what i'm about to say one explanation as to why people i we don't think like the fourth floor is because there's apparently an unfriendly male ghost in room 401 um Okay, Women. okay. That phrase, unfriendly male ghosts, mm-hmm. that's just like a bunch mm-hmm. of words mm-hmm. together I don't like. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so women in room 401 have claimed to be touched inappropriately. <gasps> no. Um. Yeah, and a man who was staying in this room claims that he witnessed his wedding ring move off of the counter and jump almost into the drain of the sink down. Oh, my God. But what? the thing is, it wasn't like a tilted or curved sink edge. It's like flat and it still like bounced off and like went down. 
So it's like someone put it there. Yeah. It's like somebody moved, like threw his wedding ring down. Yeah. Oh my God. The drain. And he doesn't like women. Um, so he's very inappropriate with women. So like, it's just very interesting. You know? Well, it sounds like he doesn't like anyone. <laughs> well, I, like I take the thing like with the guy's wedding ring, he's like, oh, mm-hmm. you don't need to be married. Oh, true. true type true. vibe. Cause he mm-hmm. like doesn't touch the men or doesn't like do really thing else with them. Yeah. No. Yeah. So That makes sense. I don't know, but I don't like it one bit. That part, don't, I don't really, I'm good off that part. You know, I'll go to 217. I don't need to go to 401, you know. Yeah, um, no, we don't need to go in there. Nope. No. Um. So, before I go any further, I need to mention that famous actor, Jim Carrey, the Grinch himself, um, actually stayed in room 217 during the filming of Dumb and Dumber in 1994. Oh, my God. <gasps> Really? Yeah, which was filmed in Essie's Park, which I didn't know, but that's Oh, my cool. God. I didn't know that either. I know. Me neither. So, he actually... I knew... He was just staying at okay. this hotel. I knew they went to, like, a hotel and stuff, but they... That's not, like, in the movie. Oh, I actually... You know, I didn't even look, but I don't think it's the same. I think he was just staying at the hotel while he was filming yeah. there. Okay. But I'm not actually positive on that, so... I'm not I don't sure. think it... No. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um... But anyways, while he was staying there, he we don't actually know what all happened because he refuses to say, which I don't like. Oh, why? And I'm getting annoyed at all these people saying that they won't say. But what we do know is that he got so scared in room 217 that he ran, like physically ran out of the room in the middle of the night and claimed that he would never come back. And he didn't care if he had to stay like in a car or whatever. Like he's like, I'm not going back. Hmm. Um, so, you know. Okay, okay. But I did look up the film location for that movie. Mm-hmm. It is the Stanley Hotel. Ah, see, okay, I kind of actually had a feeling. So, that's even crazier. That's actually really weird. Because, like, <laughs> that's so yeah. funny because I've seen that movie, but I haven't seen, like, the most famous <laughs> movie that, that like, yeah. the, you well, know. What's the... interesting, though, is that The Shining wasn't filmed at that hotel. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It was okay, filmed cool. somewhere else. But it's based on that hotel, which is even yeah. weirder, okay. honestly. Yeah, I never even knew. Because, like, I guess, huh, I didn't really know anything about the Stanley Hotel when I was younger. So maybe that's, yeah. that's why I And I, I really didn't put movie. two and two together until I have not right seen now. this movie in a long time. Yeah, now I need to rewatch it and look. Look around. Wow, that's, that's so crazy. Um... Okay, hmm. well, anyway. So, yeah. So, I guess did, uh, they stayed at the hotel and filmed there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, that makes me, um, that makes even more sense that he, like, doesn't want to talk about it because they probably spent a lot of time there. Yeah. Ew. And, like, you don't, like, he was staying there for a while before he actually ran out and didn't go back. So, huh. I'm just curious what happened. Yeah. Or, it's like, so... if it was, like, a buildup, if it was, like, a little by little and then it, like, got too much. And, like, I wonder why they would do, like, they're filming a comedy movie at a haunted hotel. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Like, was it Like, did they do that on to... purpose? I don't know. Was it known to be haunted? I mean, like, definitely. Because in... that was in 1994. Yes, in 1994. Definitely. Like, The Shining yeah. was already out. Yeah. So, I yeah. Wonder... Oh, my gosh. See, now I'm just getting into it. Like, I wonder if I watch back like 
I guess I wouldn't really know because I haven't seen The Shining. But are there any references to The Shining? <laughs> yeah. Okay, now I'm definitely going to watch Batman. And I'm also going to watch The Shining. Like, they have to have some references to it, right? Oh, I'm absolutely <laughs> sure they do now. Especially, yeah. They have to. They have to. Okay, okay. We're well, now have we have something... That. Now we have some something on our to-do list. Yes. Maybe we can watch it together. <laughs> yes, we definitely should. Movie night. Okay, well, moving on from the Jim Carrey thing. Now we're going to move on to some other haunted rooms. I do want to say, we would literally be here all night long if I talked about every single haunted room. So I just picked, like, the most haunted rooms. Yeah, well, you did say that every, every room single haunted, one. right? And when I say and- every single one, like, there are so many stories online like if you want more you can easily find it yeah it's crazy. we we don't need to go through every single 420 rooms. <laughs> 420 <laughs> lists yeah no we don't need that no 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 but a little more so in room 407 um countless guests have had the experience of being tucked into bed by an invisible force now that is sick i don't even like to be tucked into bed so yeah i don't i would not like that no, and it's, like, very chill, but, like, you know, I don't want to be tucked in anyway. And so if if you don't experience that in Room 407, other people have felt somebody sit down on the bed, but nobody actually sat down. Yeah. Yeah, so. I just, ugh. I don't know. I've never really had a ghostly experience. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like any of these things. And it's, like... I always say, like, I would want to be visited by a ghost just, you know, so I could say Say that I was. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, all these things (laughs) you're describing, I do not want this to happen because I'd be freaked out. Well, it's funny that you say that now because I think that this next ghost, I think you're going to want to (laughs) see. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) So maybe we need to stay in room 428 because that's where this happens. Um, In 428, some people have seen a cowboy ghost looming and watching over their bed as they slept or sometimes standing in the corner now i know up front this sounds very creepy and scary (laughs) i get it but all reports claim that the cowboy is actually a friendly ghost like just like casper like he's very sweet like he's just watching over you okay he's just a cowboy all right i I mean i can get behind a cowboy yeah that's what i'm saying so like yeah the cowboys okay um there's also a pet cemetery on the property and there oh is indeed a ghost dog, as you can imagine. <gasps> oh, my God. Um, her name is Cassie, and she is a golden retriever that's buried on the property, but people see her still today visiting guests and searching for treats as a ghost. Oh, that's so precious. I know. It's so cute. Um, And another ghost that haunts... Okay, so this ghost actually haunts specifically the hallways of the Stanley Hotel. And her name is Lucy, And, you know, Lucy, she's pretty chill. And it's possible, people believe, that one of the girls in the picture that I showed you is actually possibly the ghost of Lucy. People speculate the one that's in the bottom stairwell. Okay. So, yeah. And we will post that picture on our Instagram. So, definitely go look at it. Um, So, yeah. So, some people think that's Lucy. And so, apparently, Lucy, alive Lucy was staying at the hotel, and she was just sneaking around, looking around, you know, doing her thing. And she actually made her way to the basement, and she found construction plans for the hotel. I guess, like, future construction plans. And the staff actually caught her, found out that she had these, like, secret plans, 
and threw her outside in the cold, and she actually froze to death. What? And so that's why they say that she is haunting the halls. But, like, she's chill. Like, she kind of just said, like, she likes candy is what it says. Like, people bring her candy and, like, leave her, like, a lollipop in the hallway, and then it'll be gone. Okay. I mean, that's good, nice. But the way she died, what? I know. Like, they're, just, like why do they do that? That's, like, like shocking. What? They so just bad. threw this girl outside? Yeah. <laughs> For what, too? Like, right, what like, was what she going to do? Right. Right. Like, she's not the competition. But maybe they thought she was working for them. I don't know. That's in... Oh, my gosh. If that's true. Oh, my God. (laughs) I I know. It's very harsh. Um, So, yeah. Needless to say, this hotel is considered the real most haunted house in America. I would really agree. Because there's just so much going on here. And, yeah. So, legend has it. Now, I say emphasis on the legend. Because we... I don't know how much truth is behind it but legend says that the reason that this place is so haunted is because it's actually built on an ancient burial ground Mm. so it's never been proven as true but that's kind of what is at least assumed as to why because there's a lot more ghosts that i haven't mentioned or like don't really have a reason to be there but they just like are Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so people kind of think that but you know who knows um See, yeah, I think that's just like the go-to. There's yeah. a lot of haunted things. Exactly. They're like, oh, it was, it was built on top of an ancient burial ground. It's like, exactly. okay, like, like was it? I mean, I guess technically everything is built on an ancient burial ground. If you want to really get into it, you know. Yeah, like anything could be exactly. Yeah. So, who knows? But yeah, um, I did. You can obviously still go to the Stanley. You can stay there. It's very famous and popular, especially with the YouTube community nowadays. You know. Yes. Yes. Um, and every single, and when I say every single, every single website that I used to research this said that if you go to the Stanley, you will not leave without having at least one experience. So, <gasps> I say, oh. book the trip. <laughs> Let's you know? book it. Maybe we should. I'm saying I love Colorado. I've never been. I've never been to Colorado. So. I've been to Colorado a few times, and it's beautiful out there. So we should go, but not in the winter because we'll get stuck. So okay, yeah. Like yeah. maybe early spring, or like late spring, early summer is the vibe. Yeah, good call. Good call. <laughs> I'm not trying to get stuck <laughs> out there or freeze because it's harsh winters up there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. But yeah, that is the legend of the Stanley Hotel. Da, da, da. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This just <laughs> It was just a lot going on there. And I really yeah. really wanted to like wait and save that story for when I went cuz I actually I absolutely am going there uh-huh. soon. No doubt. Yeah. It's on my list high up there. But then I was like, you know what? No. We need a good spooky, creepy ugh, story for this Halloween. This we October. Do. So Also, you know what I just realized? And what would that this, be? This might be my um, birthday episode. Oh, snap. Let's see when it comes out. It, oh, it I comes guess it out, is. It comes out right before my birthday. Ah, how could we forget? It's because we're recording so early in advance, but happy birthday, Savannah. <laughs> it's okay. Yay. We'll give you next week's episode, too, because I had two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. mine is, um, so it'll be on Sunday coming up. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Caught right in the middle. Yep. Mm. Well, happy birthday to Savannah. 
Thank you. Yeah, yeah next week um, we'll talk about, I'll, I'll give you an update on what I did on my birthday. So. Yes. <laughs> oh, can't wait to hear. Can't wait to do something fun for your birthday. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's not too spooky because, you know. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, could But be. definitely go check out our Instagram. See pictures from this week and see. Let us know what you think about the girls in that one picture. Yes. Do you think because, it's fake? I mean, yeah. one of them is definitely there. I can see. Listen, one her of them is 100% and... there. Yeah. And that's the one that's claimed to be Lucy. So. Yep. I don't know. She's there. She's there for sure. Um, and also, if you won't, don't mind, um, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Or, I mean, anywhere that you're listening. Yeah, YouTube, Instagram. Really, it doesn't matter. Just say hi, you know? Mm -hmm. We love to hear from you. Um, But, yeah, that's really all that I have for you guys this week. What about you, Savannah? That is it. Okay, well, I guess we will see you guys next week. Cue the music.